Now we have a, I guess a, a re-review. Now I am not particularly familiar with this, but this is uh, Bab Crabulous. I'm not familiar with it either, Connor. Marcy, yeah, Mar- you must be the one familiar it, with it. Is this about a crab named Bab? <laughs> <laughs> yes and no. <laughs> so, uh, to put it into basic terms, Bab Crabulous is a major show that the mud crabs have done earlier early this year. Mud crabs are a comedy, like comedy theater group, and they're both awesome as hell. Now, mm. uh, with the show about Crabulous, um, what do you want to know about it? Well, uh, first of all, let's go over plot. What's the plot of Bab Crabulous? Oh, okay. Mm. So Bab Crabulous, well, it's mm. in the future, the mm. year 3000, and the main character, the protagonist, or as, as, as she calls herself, the, the protagonist, suspects that the holograms that the history teacher has been showing her, like one of talking poo with different accents and another one trying to make vodka out of potatoes during the Great Potato Famine, may not be entirely accurate. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a great time. Oh yeah, like there's a lot. One of the greatest perks of this of this show is well, as a sketch show, it has lots of sketches, which means lots of jokes, and most of them land really well. So um, anyway, Bab Crabulous wants to take matters in her own hands, and so she gets the help of Angsty Teen and yes, that's the name of the character. Mm-hmm. Um, she gets the help of Angsty Teen's sexy uncle, also the name of the character. <laughs> um, and well. They go into a time machine that the sexy, sexy uncle has made, mm-hmm. and they go throughout all these time periods, and which means a lot of fun and a lot of chaotic tomfoolery. What time periods are we talking about here? So, quite a few. Like as I said, one was like during the Great Potato Famine, which mm-hmm. is like the eighteen hundreds, something like yeah, that. So, yeah, so eighteen forties, I think yeah, that was yeah. in Ireland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, another one was like quite a few of them actually were set in like times of royalty. Um, clue one that uh, a little disclaimer here. A mm. lot of these sketches involve sex. Okay. And I can deal with that. Yeah. <laughs> and several in particular involve royalty with sex. And that's all I'm going to say about it. Well, that's probably all we can say at this time slot on this station, really. So. <laughs> <laughs> very much so. Very much so. Yes. Uh, there are a couple of others. Uh, but all in all. Oh, actually. Mm hmm. There is actually quite a few there that's set in, mm-hmm. I guess you could say, prehistoric times. Okay, so we're talking dinosaurs. Yeah, yes. Yep. But here's the thing, though. One of the things about Bab Crabulous is it is all about dinosaurs, that kind of stuff. Mm. Like, there's like the picture of a dinosaur, the very, like, image, like, promotional image. Mm. Spoiler alert, there are actually very few dinosaurs in this. <gasps> That's false marketing is yeah, what that they, is. they lied to me. Oh, they admitted the very least. They lampshade near the end. <laughs> but um, there is one of several dinosaurs near the, near the start. Mm-hmm. One that shows up during the whole time travel sequence, and which, by the way, is actually one of the most intriguing parts of the sketch show because it, goes, it doesn't just stay in one location. Mm-hmm. It goes in several. Like, you go around the Union, like, go around the Union House and outside mm. the area of a certain university that is in the Parkville area. Okay. How and many universities are in the Parkville area? It's like... Well, I can think te- of one. I can think of one. Yeah. Technically, okay. there are two, but we're not going to name them. Okay. Yeah. One of them is very familiar with me. Mm. Not because I go there. 
just because someone else you know goes there. Probably. Yeah, probably. probably. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. So, so so you're like moving around this university campus. You're not stuck in the one place. Have I got pre- that right? Pretty yeah. much. Mm. Like you start in like a typical like theatre space, the Guild Theatre, and then when Bab Krabbers wants to travel through time and mm. do all of that, she actually takes people directly up to a certain space mm. in still still in the main, the main area of the building. And like throughout there's like some improv sections, she interacts with the cast members, sexy uncle interacts with the cast members, Angsty <laughs> Teen interacts with the cast members. And so there's a bit of improv, a bit of audience interaction. Yes. Mm. Like the immersiveness of this show like borders on Blood Stuck and the Hummus levels of immersiveness, which is actually a very mm. good thing because I really mm. I highly enjoy that show too. Is it sort of high energy or low intensity audience participation? Because I know there are a couple of uh, fringe shows I've been to where they strongly encourage people to be part of the show and sometimes mm. you just want to be like, no, just just do your own thing. I paid to see you. I didn't pay to you know, actually be employed by you. So what kind of levels of participation are we talking about here, Marcy? Well, in actual fact, one of the tags of the show um, has quite a few, uh, but one of them is low-energy, low-pressure, infrequent audience interaction. Good. Yeah. Good. So if you aren't a, a fan of audience interactions, interactions like I am, then don't don't fret. You mm. won't, like, die of a heart attack when someone forces you to try and do something in the show. <laughs> Like, if you're someone like me, though, and you really want to get into the into the interactions, then mm. it just gets really fun. Like mm. one period of the of the whole journey, it was like we're pointing at these random things, and then like sexy uncle, who's basically like big old Doctor Who, like time lord. Well, not time lord, but like you know, professor kind of character mm-hmm. is. But who, who, by the way, keeps thinking that he's the the main protagonist? In my opinion. He is the deutagonist at best. Mm-hmm. They're still pretty good. Like deutagonists are like nothing to scoff at. Mm-hmm. Um, but like he was, we, he was identifying all these things we we're pointing at as like time x, like, x mm. like time bushes and time bricks and and time walls and something else. Mm. Uh, but like there were so many sketches. Like some actually, I just remember some of them were near the end. Particularly were set in biblical times, mm. like with Jesus' main appearance. Okay. Yes. He right. turns out to be half dinosaur, half leprechaun. I'm, I'm sorry, I, what? Okay. Like an, like an Irish dinosaur. Half dinosaur, half leprechaun. Did I hear you so, right, Marcy? Yes. Okay. So, and this gets even, even more trippy. God is a dinosaur. Uh, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm confused here. Where do we go from here, Connor? I mean, well, I'm, I've got a question. Does the dinosaur that is apparently a leprechaun does it roar in Irish? Uh, he tries to do like is there he, an, does, he tries to do magic tricks. Is there an attempt of an Irish accent in there? Not really. Oh, bugger! That doesn't, that doesn't attract away from the show, however. Mm. Oh, of course. The like whole one, concept of that just mm. sounds ridiculous. Mm. Like, one of the biggest trends of the show, other than just having mercy of this, is the cast, because they have to, a lot of them have to play either characters that appear in a lot of the show, like Bab Crabless and Sexy Uncle, or they they appear multiple times, multiple different characters. Mm. And in this particular show, because it's free roaming, there's a lot of costume changes at probably a lot of awkward places. So kudos to the cast and crew for figuring that, that, that out. So what kind of costume changes are we talking about here? Do they just put a suit on or do they just... You know, it ranges from stuff yeah. like that to people having to put on entire dresses. Okay. And 
like dinosaur leprechaun mm. costumes mm. and all that kind of stuff. So how long did a uh, bad Carbulus go for in all? Uh an hour, an hour and a half, was in between. According to this, it went for about 75 minutes. Mm-hmm. So that's like the average time. But it could go for a bit shorter, a bit longer, depending on the show you see. Of course, there are no more, like, times to see a show at the moment. But, like, mm. in the future, there'll be more seasons. Just a shout-out to Finn Lloyd and Izzy Williamson, who are the mm. co-directors of the show, who... Because the show is a devised process, and which means a lot of like the show was built from the ground up, from the the people being cast mm. to when it was fully realised, like it was being written as it went along. Mm. That they will lean the whole process, which means like a lot of work and a lot of time went into this production. And mm. so thank you to them and the wild, wacky, outrageous ideas. Because boy, this this show made me laugh a lot of times. Like probably most of the show was laughing. <laughs> That's really good then. So you would recommend it to others, Marcy? Yes, I'll highly recommend it. Mm. And if not, if I haven't somehow haven't convinced you, one other little thing, mm. Death appears in this and he plays a smooth guitar with a smoother voice. Nice. That is a really nice. interesting... Fo- I've got the image of this Grim Reaper in my head going, oh, hey there, I'm just going to play some jams for you yeah. on my acoustic guitar. Yeah. For some reason, that just reminds me of Santana. <laughs> the guitarist, yeah, but just him with a death hood. Just be like, come along with me. Yeah. yeah so um, now you mentioned, Marcy, that uh, Bad Crabulous isn't running anymore. Is there a chance we might be able to see it again soon, potentially at uh, next year's Fringe or next year's Comedy Festival? Potentially. Mm. Like another show that the Crabs have done, mm. um, Kick Goodman, like a good man, mm. uh, like. Uh, like a satire kind of detective kind of story about PTV and mm. all that. That did end up showing, it had its own season at Butterfly Club. Mm. So there's every chance you might get to see the show again, although it might be a bit more difficult just because of its very nature as a kind of show that moves from location to location. So you need a venue that offers that kind of like freedom and interactability. Okay then, so that was Marcy's review of, or re-review rather, of Bab Crabulous, 